Did you hear that? What was I that? Did. I heard that. That's good. Listen to this. <laughs> That's pretty. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> oh, it's so good, Brandon. You got to get yourself one of these, or you're not a real podcaster. Yeah, I guess you should. I think you should. Listen to this. Right? I mean, come on. Yeah. Joe and Timmy's whack attack hour. I mean, you know, you got to do anything you can to make this thing seem like a like a genuine production, right? Yeah, welcome to the morning zoo. As soon as I got one of these things and I started using it on my live streams, uh, I just noticed engagement was through the roof. Yeah. Uh, people just loved hearing these dumb sound effects. I kept talking about my TV that had broken, and I kept being like, my TV broke. So I'm playing this game on my computer monitor, that sort of thing. It was hilarious to me yeah. and uh, maybe one or two other uh, deranged individuals. It shows you that those uh, goofy DJs from the 80s and 90s were onto something. They sure were. It's just they had honks and augas. We, we can have flushes. access to all of our uh, video game sound effects and such. Bingo! Bingo! See? This is episode 218 of Insert Credit, a weekly audio program where a panel of video game experts must contend with a series of questions in the time allotted or be penalized by the sound of a horrible buzzer. I'm Alex Jaffe, and the first dream of mine, which was ever crushed, was when I was told I could grow up to be a train engineer if I wanted, but I couldn't be a train. Wow. Okay. I'm Tim Rogers, and uh, you want to talk about crushed dreams? The first, the first one, yeah. First dream of mine that was crushed. I don't know, man. That's about it. That's all I got. I don't know. <laughs> most of them, like I don't know, most of them. How about we go? Uh, which dreams were not maybe easier? I don't know how many of them were not either. <laughs> I'm Brandon Sheffield, and for me, probably you know the first dream that was because it was ultimately about capitalism, but um. I was under the impression that I could uh, I could vote, and then things would happen that were positive for society. <laughs> so, oh, so you, yeah. that must have been pretty young when you found that out, because this is like your first dream. Well, I mean, I think I didn't have a lot of crushable dreams for a long time. <laughs> I barely had any dreams at all. Yeah, I just wasn't aiming high. Okay, I don't know if you all know about this. I was raised Catholic, and we were told to just not dream. We were just indoctrinated with the uh, uh, the exact opposite of the will to dream. So I just never dreamed anything. Yeah, someone else is supposed to be dreaming for you. Up until I was about uh, 18 years old, my mom told me every day I was going to die homeless. Yeah, so that sets your expectations. And the only reason it stopped was because I moved out of the house, <laughs> proving that I could find a home at, very, at the very least. Uh, filling in for Frank and pushing our console ranking episode off yet another week. <laughs> We're joined by GameDeveloper.com publisher, Chris Graft. Hey, everybody. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, crushed dreams. Jeez. My mom was ironing some clothes. I remember this vividly. And then on the TV came on um, some kind of political, like, dignitary person died. And then uh, I asked my mom, you know, about dying. And then she said, well, everybody dies. And then uh, I, I ran up to my room and I threw a tantrum. Uh, <laughs> oh god <laughs> that's not fair <laughs> why do we all have to die Are you kidding me everybody uh, i yeah. was born uh, knowing i was gonna die 
The doctor, that was the, f the first thing he said to me. <laughs> the first thing he said. <laughs> you're going to die. He said, you're going to die someday, kid. And I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, right every congratulates your mom. He said, welcome to heck part zero <laughs> is what he said. <laughs> welcome to the Thunderdome. Uh, you're going to die. Well, heck part one of this show is where we take the winner of the previous episode and uh, force them to ask a question this week. Uh, I think Tim, everybody lost the previous episode. What, really? Now, popular Wait, consensus was that you won last week's episode with your improv zone call-in. Oh, oh, did I? That yeah, was that good. Was... I, I listened to that today. Oh, I, I had a decent Ashes time was awesome. with that one. Yeah. Uh, so if you want, you could ask the first question right now, or you can wait till the second half of the show. Uh, so the question is, uh, do you like GOE trash can? Um, no, how about, how about we come back to me later? Uh, All right, then I'm going to ask you this. My friend Wade just told me about a fantasy league he's in where they bet on the Metacritic scores for all the games coming out this year. Uh -huh. How do I take him to the cleaners? Oh, boy. Well, first of all, tell him he'd better learn how to swim. Nice. Yeah. Because his name is Wade. Is his name Wade or Wayne? No, his name is Wade. You zinged him. You better <laughs> learn how to swim. Nice. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, get on, did you? <laughs> I mean, there's so few uh, websites now that have anything to do with Metacritic that yeah. you ought to be able to game it somehow that way. Do that with Steam reviews and then call me Wade. Yeah. yeah. Overwhelmingly positive. Uh, give it. Uh, and then you vote on it's like 97% overwhelmingly positive, And then guess the number. Guess the number of, uh, of reviews. Like that takes real. That's real gambling. Well, that's, that's I was going to say, you know how like. Amazon doesn't let you sort pro like search results by like number of reviews. Yelp right. used to let you sort search results by number of reviews. Now they don't. Whereas I, I believe every single analyticist employed, any every statistician employed at any one of these large tech companies knows that number of reviews is definitely the hottest metric. The most direct measure of engagement that you get on any product. I think guessing the number of reviews that a game is going to get on Steam is pretty good. I think that would be fun to bet on. However, I think betting on something, uh, betting on Metacritic scores is actually kind of an interesting thing to do. When I was working at a, a particular company in the past, I, we need not disclose which one, I was often asked to guess what score our game would get from which publication that I had somewhat insider knowledge of. What what score do you think this game would get on IGN? And it's, you know, I'm looking at a prototype and they're like, what do we need to do to get an eight uh, from IGN? What do we need to do to get better than a seven from GameSpot? Like they would actually ask this sort of thing. And uh, I learned uh, in a roundabout sort of way that that's actually kind of fun. So we, what, what's the nature of this league, Jeff? Yeah, like how, how is, what's the, what's the process here? Like how, how does, does it actually work? Does everybody pick a team of games or what? Uh, yeah, everybody picks a draft and they decide uh. whether they think the game is going to hit or it's going to bomb in terms of review. You win when you have hits or you win when you are accurate? You win when you are accurate. So you can be like, I think this game will do well, this game will do poorly. Yeah, you could be like, I bet the new WWE game is going to fail, and I bet uh, uh, Sifu is going to be good. I think the one way you can go is if there's a AAA game and it has a woman in it yeah. or has a person of color in it, then you can uh, 
do a good job of betting that there will be review bombs from Capital G. Oh, Gamer. no, you're betting on professional critic reviews, not. Oh, that's right. Reviews. That's why it's Metacritic. That's why it's Metacritic. Betting on pro- well, Metacritic does have the user reviews, which tends to uh, often uh, uh, sit in a position of comical disagreement with the <laughs> critical establishment. Yeah. Though, uh, I mean, what's the number one draft pick here? Like, uh, God of War, the new God of War is clearly going to get you know a, a 98 or whatever right like is that the sort of yeah, thing there's a new horizon game right that's coming yeah so yeah let's put on yeah. that one that one is yeah. going to be 91 yeah 91 92 we should do this let's yeah. do yeah. it yeah like uh, not right now obviously but you get a list of the triple a games tell your friend wade we're not taking him to the cleaners he, he doesn't need to learn how to swim uh this is a this is like a fun idea to try to guess I, that I, I came in a fifth out of a 12 person fantasy football league so i am extremely mediocre at, at fantasy i would give myself a 77 metacritic uh, my fantasy skills Oh, excellent. Well, so what did the original Horizon Zero Dawn get on Metacritic? What was its Metacritic score? Wait, wait, let's guess. Let's guess. And we can actually check. This can be the proto. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. So here's here's my feeling going in, my reasoning behind my guess. I remember it came out on like the same day as Zelda, right? And I remember yeah. seeing a few tweets around the time Horizon Zero Dawn and Zelda Breath of the Wild came out where someone was like, I got to admit, I fell off of Zelda Breath of the Wild kind of like horizon a little bit more and then uh they were just kind of getting yelled down by people as a uh, fun haters uh having a uh, cancer of their joy gland or whatever and uh i feel like now the time to say actually horizon is better than zelda is coming and that the mainstream critical establishment is going to jump on it i'm anticipating a three to four point bump on Horizon Forbidden West versus Horizon Zero Dawn. The original had a 91. Yeah. Is that oh, a, man, is I was going to guess 90. Why'd you tell me? Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. We were all going to guess was the plan. Yeah, we were oh, yeah. all going to guess right that, now. That was what was just about to <laughs> yeah. happen. I get, okay. well, we're, trying, we're not all trying to guess. Let's try to guess, and then we, uh, I don't know. What would? What's your guess, Brandon? <laughs> it doesn't matter. Oh, you just said it was 91. Not, well, yeah, but that's my guess. Oh, oh it's just your guess? Oh, oh it's your guess. You I didn't thought you were it reading it. Yeah, yeah, I'm not reading it. No, that was my guess, man. (laughs) My guess was 93. 93? My guess is 88. I'm going 89. It's 89. Hey! It's 89. 89 was actually my first guess. We're both off by one, so like, who gets the whatever here? I think Price is Right rules closest without going over. So basically what I'm saying is Horizon Forbidden West is going to be a 93. Mid-90s. It's going to be 90. No, it's going to be a 94. Let's bump it up to 94. It's right. going to get widely appreciated more than Horizon Zero Dawn did. You know what? I'm going to ask my friend Wade how he does this, and maybe we'll get a league going on the insert credit forums. How about yeah, that? let's do it. That sounds good. So, it. like, this, this is interesting, Alex, because you said 89. Now, if you were... I said 88. Oh, sorry, 88, 88. If you were a game, internal game analyst, like what uh, Tim was trying to guess what publication is going to, you know, award each game, I would have been fired because the difference between an 88 and a 90, is, it might as well be the difference between an A plus and an F minus minus. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, these, these people are bonkers about this stuff. Yeah. U.S. gamers <laughs> that gave Horizon Zero Dawn a, a score of a 50. And it says Horizon Zero Dawn is disappointing. Whoa. Us gamer? When it hit its rare strides, it only made me wish the rest of the game was as worthwhile. Wow. Holy cow. A lot of people were really harsh to Horizon Zero Dawn, uh, looking 
over these critic scores? You got the old uh, uh, classic hit the weak spot enemy shooty shoot combat. I okay. liked it a lot, dude. <laughs> I only just played it the, uh, last year and I liked it a lot. Yeah. Uh, I finished all right. We have important things to discuss here. Which video game characters would you invite to a potluck dinner and what would they bring? The main character of the game, Days Gone, because that game was yeah. like Horizon Zero Dawn, <laughs> also very good. <laughs> also extremely good, despite he is, He's intense. He's intense. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Deacon St. John. <laughs> His name rhymes with Horizon Zero Dawn and uh, Days Gone. Wait, whoa, Days Gone has a 71 on Metacritic. That is a vampire name, Deacon St. John. Isn't that, the, John. isn't that the name of the, the main bad vampire in Blade? Just said Stephen Dorff, dude. Dude, did you see True Detective Season 3? Stephen Dorff kills in that, man. Oh, he's, he's if, awesome. He's so good. If you're a vampire and you're named after a saint, do you get burned every time you say your name? Exactly. I'd say maybe. So, okay, no, I wouldn't put Deacon St. John because Days Gone is, is just a very, uh, very potluck sort of video game, but in a good way. He, he could probably make some pretty decent ribs. Yeah, some ribs. And he, yeah. would, he would bring them and he would put them down and go, oh, brought some ribs. And that is, he would say it like that. Uh, he yeah. would be very exasperated about them. He would bring a big old pot of, uh, of donkey ribs, probably. I think that's what they eat. Is that the <laughs> meat they eat in Days Gone? They eat donkeys, donkey yeah. ribs and beans. Yeah. You ever have donkey ribs, Chris Graff? You ever smoke those? No, no. Uh, a donkey is pretty close to a horse, in my opinion. Do that. <laughs> a lot of people's opinions, actually. Um, <laughs> not, not to uh, bring it That's in... That's the closest I have to a horse sound on here. I'm sorry. <laughs> not to bring in the right answer or anything, but uh, I'd, I'd invite Cooking Gumama uh, yeah. because oh, she could yeah. cook all the good stuff. She is experienced with uh, dinner with friends. She knows how to bring stuff. She knows how to uh, entertain the guests. She's very affirmational regarding how, how you're doing about stuff. And if you mess it up, she'll fix it. Yeah, I knew you were going to bring up Cooking Mama, which is why I asked, what would Cooking Mama bring? Yeah, what one item? She's bringing one item, Jerry. Yeah, the one item that she's going to bring for me is some, uh, simple though it may be, she's going to bring some nice uh, potato croquettes. A croquet. I like a good one. And uh, I think Cooking Mama can get it right. And she knows there are going to be some vegetarians here. Yeah, she knows about it. Having just eaten a Christmas dinner at my parents' house in Indianapolis, Indiana, um, uh, I I know that there was only one item on the table that I could eat, uh, which is funny uh, to somebody, uh, I guess. And that was macaroni and cheese. So I want to co-opt this question to which video game character is most likely to bring a punch bowl full of macaroni and cheese. Fresh Bandicoot. Really? Why him? He just seems like he has that kind of chaos energy. I think Bubsy would do it. Oh, stop it. <laughs> There's got to be a better character who would bring a big punch bowl full of macaroni and cheese. Little Mac. A little yeah. Mac Oh, sucks. yeah. Good call. Just because I've, I've had Halo on the mind, I, I would invite Master Chief, and this is why. Because... You just want to see his face? Yeah, exactly. I, I'd also like to see how he handles regular size utensils with those giant metal gloves. No, he probably gets like a brick of nutrients that he slams into his armor. <laughs> yeah. And he has like some sort of mail slot in his arm that he inserts uh -huh. like paper thin sheets of, of food. Or maybe into. it's like one of those dune suits and it just just recycles all of the nutrients over oh, and yeah. over and over and oh, over. Yeah. He's just he's just got turds in his blood. Yeah. 
Yeah. Whatever, the, uh, whatever the phrase is. Yeah. Well, there goes my don't answer. Although, don't we all? Yeah. I don't <laughs> invite uh, Marcus Phoenix nice. uh, and Dom <laughs> uh, from Gears of War three because they would bring their uh, their their radishes that they grow on their big weird boat. Nice, right? <laughs> yeah, right? Sure. Everybody's played Gears of War. I was right? thinking about your question with the yeah. uh, who would bring the big bowl of mac and cheese and uh, oh yeah, who is it? I. I don't know why I feel this way. I mean, I, I it just this is what came to me is I feel like Bayonetta would care so little about this this party that um she would bring a big bunch of mac and cheese. She might like put some weird stuff in it or something, but she'd just like flam it on the table. I think she'd bring Dixie cups. <laughs> yeah, that might be right. You know what the most depressing thing to to bring to a potluck dinner would be? So it's like what? I'm assuming I'm not allowed to bring food to this potluck dinner. So I would have to no, you're not. invite people that I expect to bring things I would want to eat. <laughs> yes, um, so that's how this goes. If, if, if somebody, if Bayonetta came, she would bring a macaroni and cheese that has bacon and mushrooms in it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it would be completely disgusting. Don't invite Mario. Mario is the one guy to not invite. Mario <laughs> would, uh, would bring something just, he would bring like a mushroom salad. He'd bring a big turnip, just a turnip raw. <laughs> Oh, hey, yeah. I got some good mushroom salad. Yeah, no. Each would at least bring a cake. Mushroom salad sucks. <laughs> mushroom salad sucks. Mushrooms are the worst. <laughs> really? I like them. They made a whole kingdom out of it. Good luck. Yeah, yeah, that's weird. It's just made, growing spontaneously out of the ground. They're marinated in the correct kind of uh... donkey urine. You marinate <laughs> them in donkey urine. Is that what it is? I think that's what it is. <laughs> I don't know. I've never Tim, prepared. I just know that I've had some decent mushroom salad. Did I did I uh, tell you about when I tried to get donkey milk in Croatia? Ooh, was it delicious? Well, what happened was I was in a cafe and I was yeah. looking at the the list of all the things yeah. and uh, <laughs> and and I was like, well, I can't drink this, can't drink that. Oh, let me check this one out. And then it was like donkey milk, and I was like, uh, I gotta get that. <laughs> and yeah. I was with Swery, and he's like, don't drink that. I was like, no, I have to. I've never, I've never had donkey milk. I swear he's telling you to not drink donkey milk. He told me not nuts. to drink donkey milk. What a loser! Don't drink that. <laughs> and then the it's like eighty thousand people on Twitter, and then uh, constantly posts pictures of himself with a cup of beer, and then tells a guy not to drink donkey milk. <laughs> That's right. I'm sorry, the swearery. You are the weakest link. But then what happened was I, I, I called the lady over. And I was like, I'm going to have this donkey milk. And she looks at me and kind of laughs. And she's like, we don't have that. <laughs> oh, <laughs> nice. Winter storms, <laughs> supply constraints. Is that spelled, uh, is it pronounced dilk and spelled D-L-C? Or yeah, is I that dog milk? Is. I always... <laughs> dunk. Dunk, it's donkey milk. <laughs> dunk. Is it dulk? Jeffy, here's uh, my final answer. My final yeah. answer is I would invite all the demons from Shin Megami Tensei Five, and I'd let them bring whatever they want. I would invite Good. the main characters of the game Ninja Warriors because they would bring Daddy Mulk. <laughs> That's right. Nice. Uh, uh, which is close enough to Brandon's uh, uh, donkey milk. Yeah. That's <laughs> I right. believe. Uh, that's what I would do. Ah, oh, Ninja Warriors, dude. I got a question. Uh, what the hell is Square Enix's problem? <laughs> which what are we talking about what is their problem oh is it the nft thing that pr the president with his little letter about <laughs> yeah. playing games for fun yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was pretty uh, that was that was kind of deranged however at the same time that's just kind of like what a, a, a the ceo of a large uh japanese corporation kind of a lot of it was uh the translation was just uh 
was just ridiculous. He really like went into it though. Like he went in depth. It was it was cold and weird. Like EA might be like, yeah, NFTs. They say like uh, a sentence about it, and then this We're is like chill with them. It's this is paragraphs like of yeah. yeah. It's <laughs> the future to play to contribute. We know you don't like it, but yeah, yeah, it's so wild. We know you don't like zero it. zero evidence that players like it. The, the only people that like the, like crypto stuff are crypto people. Well, also yes. in, investors who tend to be crypto right. people, and uh, their stock did go up after that dumb announcement. So you know it yeah. had the desired effect. Mission and accomplished. I would say that's what's up yeah. with Square Enix is they wanted to get a little cash boost. It's horrible, and they got it. And like, if anyone wants to feel a little better about it. They pretty much do something like this every year where they're like, here's what we're going to do. And it, and it's usually something that's like, what? Or something you don't like. And then they don't really do it or they do half of one thing about it. But this one, they might. I don't know. Well, do you remember back in like 2004, 2005, we would be going to that Tokyo game show, right? We were always at that thing. You remember that? Oh, yeah. We, smoked, we were smoking a lot of weed, so we don't really remember most of it. It's hard to remember. <laughs> we were there, right? Every Japanese video game company would get up and they'd be like, the future is mobile games. Right. Soon everyone will have a very good mobile phone and they will be playing mobile games. So we've decided to spend more time and more money developing mobile games. And I remember always whenever asked to write or commentate on or about these things. I would speak quite derisively about mobile games, demonstrate zero confidence in the future of mobile games. However, at the time, it was all flip phones, right? There were no iPhones right. yet or anything. Um, and then eventually what happened, Square Enix has a couple disgusting, hideous ports of Final Fantasy and a really ugly, like, vertically stretched Dragon Quest that you can play with one hand on your iPhone as though, you know... Why, why do all of the mobile games still have to be played with one hand? Can't we all just hold our phones in two hands now? Are, can't we get over the, 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 the one hand dream? It's not like <laughs> your phone isn't enormous. Uh, it, your phone doesn't have to be this tiny little thing. I don't know. Anyway, I feel like it's probably going to be like that. They're going to have some stupid NFT thing, and it's not going to uh, penetrate into the real games. Real games will always prevail. Like I, I hear people making comparisons between NFTs and the uh, and, and blockchain related games, mm -hmm. and comparing the uh, negativity that uh, like microtransactions or like mobile games might have originally encountered when they first came out. I don't think they're comparable. Like no. yeah, yeah, they they, no. they were they were negative. Like there was a negative sentiment around mobile and, and microtransactions, but there was still like game design that could be there were areas to explore yeah yeah and this this is um an area that is it's putting the cart before the horse it's like why does this exist how is this technology able to uh serve game design how is this technology able to serve business models like and i think that NFTs don't have an answer for that. And everybody knows it. Everybody knows it. The yeah, people that yeah. are investing in NFTs are just hoping to uh, get in on the gold rush and get out. They're all rich boys having <laughs> fun role-playing more money. That's yeah. all it is. It's 100% yeah. cart, 0% horse. There will <laughs> never be a horse either behind or in front of this cart. No. Period. At best, there's a donkey behind it. You're not getting any donkey milk out of it. There's a donkey behind it. It has two <laughs> broken legs. Uh, it is covered in its own diarrhea. 
<laughs> and there's just blood just pouring out of its mouth. It's like Master Chief. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. I feel bad like for Master that donkey. Diarrhea on his own blood. This donkey, he didn't ask to to be there. No. Uh, these rich boys beat him. Yeah, that sounds right. I'm sorry. The rich boys, man. It's all rich boys. Did anyone watch the Crypto Land? I, I did not want to. Yeah. <laughs> I watched part. Of, I watched part of it. I, I mean, like I kind I was, of. I'm, I'm kind of obsessed with it. Like I love um, ignoring that stuff. <laughs> yeah. Although that one is kind of funny because it's like the. It's talking about like buy your exclusive acreage on an island where only crypto bros will be and um, uh, yeah. exclusive clubs and stuff. Have fun there, dude. <laughs> what they get in the Bitcoin Hills, I think they call it. Man, the Bitcoin Hills. What? I only saw like maybe two people of color. Pretty close to real life. This island. <laughs> yeah. The cool thing about that island is that it's fun to know that it there's an exclusive place for people not like you who you don't want to be like. Yeah. Right. Isn't that isn't that cool? It's nice to know they have How somewhere convenient. to go. It's yeah. nice to know they have somewhere to be uh, away from me. It's kind of like frat houses when you're in college. I'm like, I love that there's these. You, these you stay there. Yeah. That's so great. There's a guy like bench pressing on the lawn of the frat house. I'm like, just stay over there. It's cool, man. I'm loving that that guy's over there. Uh, and I'm over here on, with my Slurpee in my hand on the other side of the street. It is incredibly similar in that those people are 100% sure that they're the coolest folks that ever existed and that yeah, I know. everyone wants to be like them or with them but uh the majority of us are like yeah you go ahead and stay in your little house vomiting on each other talking about broken dreams the exact opposite of a broken dream was in college realizing that 99 percent of people who think they're cool only think they're cool because they're definitely not and they have nothing else speaking of all of that at the end of the day i wouldn't mind a yacht you know? <laughs> I mean, I would if, right? if you're gonna give it to me, yeah. I would take it. I'm, yeah, you I'd know. take a yacht. What would I'm, you name I'm, your yacht? I'd name my yacht uh, Journey to Silius. They ask this question every year. <laughs> it'd, it'd be Donkey Milk, <laughs> Daddy Milk, Daddy Milk, uh, Daddy Milk. I don't know. Uh, speaking of microtransactions, <laughs> uh, design an emote for an online multiplayer game like Fortnite or Destiny. Mm. Oh, dude, Macarena. That's a joke. My my little brother <laughs> was playing Fortnite in my parents' living room. And because uh, him, his girlfriend, and his uh, son, uh, first of all, it's uh, very heartwarming that they're all in the same room together staring at Nintendo Switches. Uh, one of them was playing on the TV. The others were playing handheld. My brother, while, while they were configurating their match and setting up their squad, uh, my brother was showing me all of the stuff he has in there. He's got both Boba Fett and the Mandalorian, right? Uh, which is very comical to me, and it kind of suddenly made me think, oh, wait, there's a Boba Fett show and a Mandalorian show? Uh, he was yeah. walking me through all of his emotes and dances, and... He was like, look at this, dude. I got Gangnam style. And I was like, oh, wow. Uh, good for you. And I was like, hey, do you also have the Macarena? And he's like, yeah. And he just launches the Macarena. And I'm like, I'm like, no. What's going on here? 
It, it, I like derisively said, <laughs> "Do you also have the Macarena?" How, how quickly did he pull it yeah. up? Was it was it programmed onto his D pad or something? He's like, yeah, it was like it took him like three seconds. He's like, like he said, "You know, there's there's always been this thing with the my brother being a millennial and me being a, a late Gen X, right? Where uh, my little brother always kind of pauses about ten seconds before answering a question. You know, so I didn't take it as any uh, perceptible." pause though the second i mentioned the macarena he was on it and then he had found it so quickly and fired it off to be and, so that as it was going like it had already started six milliseconds before he said yeah check this out <laughs> hey, macarena. yeah and i was i was like no it's just in there so in other words i don't know man you want me to design an emote or something for a game yeah new one I don't know. I don't think there's any left to to do. I think Fortnite took all of them. I can think of Fortnite one. Fortnite has black holed up every single emote possible. It's just sucked in there. I know one that you, you could get for like two bucks. You, you, could, you could probably charge two bucks for it and make millions of dollars. Uh, someone taking taking a dump animation. I think. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That that would make a lot of money. Yes. That, Unfortunately, yeah. it would make a lot of money. Uh, people would be using it constantly. Would there be actual turds spraying out I of the avatar? I think you couldn't do that. You wouldn't be able to get away with it. I'm trying to make it real. You, you can have a video game where you shoot people in the head, but you can't have a video game where you spray. If it's not brown, you can get around the ratings. Make it, uh, uh, make it you pink make it or ice green. cream. Yeah. Ooh, soft serve. Yeah, make it <laughs> make it strawberry ice cream. That is so lowbrow, Brandon. Yeah, well, it's that's true. not as lowbrow as the Macarena, though. I'm just trying to make money here. <laughs> Man, Gangnam I, Style and the Macarena yeah, together, unstoppable. Yeah, you're supposed to kill a guy and then dance the Macarena over his corpse. Yeah, <laughs> there's nothing more demoralizing. Fortnite is its own incredible sort of grimness, uh, and uh, you know, in in some way, we have Fortnite to blame for NFTs. That's a joke. I don't know where that. I, I, that's, I can't really connect to those statements, though. I'm I'm gonna leave them out there. Well, I get where you're coming from on it, actually. What about Valdez and poses? Like that'd be a fun demo. He's he's all kind of wormy and stuff. He's just like all kind of worm walking, like flipping, like going on his back, and yeah, he's yeah. just kind of all a turns into a backward circle, just spinning. Oh, that's good. Yeah, God, Voldo rules, dude. Oh yeah, man, yeah. welcome back to the stage of stage history. Stage of history, a story the... eternally told, a tale of souls and swords. Bayonetta's dance before she says avocado. Oh, yeah. Bayonetta's avocado would be a great one. Yeah, her avocado dance would be great. <laughs> oh, yeah. How about the uh, the sonic finger wag? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. With the That's sonic music playing as you do yep. it. Yeah. Oh, don't, 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 don't. Yeah. Because in, in uh, Fortnite now, they actually play the music with the dances. Did you know this? So it actually plays the Macarena I have music. no way to verify this. They, they, they do. They do. Like, it actually plays the Macarena music. It actually plays Gangnam Style. They, like, licensed all of this stuff uh after they got called out and yelled at for like appropriating dances uh popularized by other people without credit and whatever they 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 appropriately credited all the stuff now i mean they have the money for it yeah, they got more than the money somebody for taking it. a gigantic drag off of a huge electronic vape thing oh, <laughs> oh that's yeah. good yes. vape. oh yeah and then they break into the Macarena. Over at Fortnite, they have enough money to buy like a hundred hamburgers for like every person in America per day for like 28 years. I did the numbers earlier. <laughs> donkey yeah. burgers? Yeah, <laughs> donkey burgers. <laughs> Man, I don't eat meat, but I would, if if I knew like a, the sort of a stunted horse had died, maybe I would go for it. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, stunted, stunted horse meat. That's what a donkey is. 
If you could drink milk from any animal that you haven't drunk milk from before, what would it be? Donkey milk. Okay, all of this donkey milk talk is a little bit... <laughs> it's making me thirsty. It's making me thirsty. It's fun to have this conversation. This donkey milk's making me thirsty. Uh, making me thirsty. Though, though, though it's, it's, it's perhaps unbearable to listen to for the, uh, for the listener. Uh, it's, it's usually it's one of those things where it feels like if you're not in on the joke. And the, the, the odd yeah. thing is the audience is in on the joke. <laughs> we formed the joke right here. The joke has been explained. Yeah. So I feel like it's one of those that has a tendency to go from, uh, from like 11 to 12 a little too quickly. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. It's sophisticated. It's sophisticated. Yeah. You know, actually, the more, the I, more I, I was going to say whale milk. The more I try to talk <laughs> myself out of it, the more I think it's actually pretty good joke. How would you even about, like milk a whale? Mil- mil- yeah, no. Donkey. Water, Chris Craft. My God. <laughs> they, have, they have airtight valves. Use Jeez. your brain. Take a little uh, the, the hose off of your scuba, right? Oh, yeah. Off of the air tank <laughs> and uh, <laughs> pop it on there. Yeah. And then uh, you'd be bursting in no time. Seriously, you would be. I mean, yeah. I mean, you have to identify uh, which whale is lactating too. There's that. You ask right. them if they're lactating. Okay. <laughs> yeah, whales can right. talk unlike donkeys. Yeah. Yeah. Whales have complicated language. Donkeys just have. It would be much easier to get consent from a whale than a donkey. Donkeys sound like a whale that is out of water. Like that. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I I got this uh, core.com question here. Where yeah, okay. can I order whale milk online? Question mark. Oh, oh my gosh. Dude. The top answer from Sandy Campbell. Uh, yeah. I would think twice before adding whale milk to my coffee. If I had to guess, whale milk is probably available somewhere in Japan for $900 a glass because they still have a whaling industry. Uh, anyway. Uh, the industry kills whales. Not They don't milk whales. Yeah, yeah murdering a whale. You murder the whale for the milk. And milking a whale are, are, are two completely different things. Yeah, come on. Stephen McNally or whatever his name was. Crikey. So... Speculation on Grand Theft Auto 6, a game which may never happen, uh, yeah. places the series back in Florida. If mm-hmm. this does happen without Rockstar collapsing under its own weight, it will probably include areas like Central and North Florida. So what would a Rockstar take on an Orlando theme park be like? Shoot. It would probably be extra crass in its um, commercialism, I think, which would be ironic for itself. So, uh, by the way, I posted a picture of uh, a whale getting milk in the chat. <laughs> oh, that's pretty good. This is everything I wanted. Okay, guys. Excellent hot. work. Uh, so, anyway. Excellent work. <laughs> Sorry, that came from that Cora. Um, <laughs> from that Cora question. Oh, great. You know, we, usually we use a video game screenshot for the banner image for the episode. <laughs> I don't this know. Is the one. Oh, <laughs> no, don't do it. Don't do it, mate. Yeah, Grand Theft Auto 6. Grand Theft Auto 6, we're saying. Uh, yeah, the game that may never happen. The roller, they'll have a roller coaster shaped like a freaking Glock. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, there'd be alligators. There, there sure would be alligators. There'd be alligators. There'd be uh, uh, the roller coasters just like a gun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good, KG. That's good stuff. That's that's the stupidest. <laughs> 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 this is really stupid.
You having a good time? <laughs> welcome, to, welcome to the stupidest episode. Esper is going to have a heck of a time on this one. That was yeah. good. Oh, do you want to know something Ooh. really interesting? Is that was 100% fake laughter. I'm sorry. Uh, I don't yeah, really understand I got, why I that's tell. funny. I, got I don't understand why that's funny. That's yeah. a joke. Of course, that was a real laugh. Or was it? Okay, you tell me in the chat. <laughs> okay, so a roller coaster shaped like a gun is is like probably something that some rock star person would throw out uh like during the meeting like we gotta have a theme park because there's got to be missions at the theme park it's like oh if there's a roller coaster shaped like a gun like the r and sopranos I mean, that's stupid. it's gonna be shaped like genitals oh yeah yeah like shaped like a butt with uh uh boobs and then balls right. and a penis right oh and, right? and, and instead yeah, of instead of like the teacups at disney where they're uh, hot coffee mugs that you spin around in Oh, oh, nice. oh, hot coffee. Oh, oh yeah. Throwback. Get it. Man. Yeah, hot coffee. Yeah, nice. I need to get on this design team. Yeah. What, what's the equivalent of a rock star Imagineer? Okay, so what what are what are the popular rides at Disney Disney World? What's like what what would you like I've never been to it to yeah, Disney Space World. Space Mountain. Space Mountain, okay. It's a small okay. world. They have the Matterhorn there. Ah uh, man, would there be like an it's a small world, but it's like about uh racism? but in like a really crass way where it's like, oh, this is, uh, we're showing how racist America is with our It's a Small World exhibit. And there's like a mission in there where you have to like probably yeah. murder a guy. But the exhibit itself is racist. Yeah, but it's uh, it, in a way that Grand Theft Auto's producers are, are satirizing it or whatever. Would that be something? So it's like yeah. what Bioshock Infinite did, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's the Jungle Cruise. <laughs> Yeah, Jungle Cruise. By the way, did anybody watch that movie? Did you? Um, I did. Was no. it on Fandango? We had to get Disney Plus over the holiday so that um, we could watch a version of The Christmas Carol with my mom. Oh. Um, did you watch the CGI one with Jim Carrey? No, I, I, uh, we watched The Muppet Christmas Carol. Um, but oh, anyway. it's a good one. MCC. Jungle Cruise kind of blew my mind because in the first five minutes, I'm like, is this Metallica? <laughs> was and, it? Uh, it was um the song nothing else matters was turned into like when they, when they were talking about the spanish galleons and stuff they sort of turned it into like a spanish spanish esque sounding song and yeah. uh and then it turned into some other song but it they kept bringing back the intro refrain from metallica's nothing else matters and, and i was like man that kind of rules what are you guys doing yeah, I, I like you that. know what can i just say i'm a little tired of dwayne the rock johnson oh, DT, i think I i've suddenly got suddenly gotten tired of him he is in a lot of things get it he's always on instagram i follow him on instagram he's one of the most followed celebrities in the history of the world on instagram he always posts like he's like i'm driving to this new town uh, I'm here in Utah. We're going to meet this guy, Jose. Jose is a personal trainer. He is a volunteer at a, at a battered women's shelter. He uh, is a preacher at his uh, at his local church. He's got five beautiful daughters and six beautiful sons or whatever. And it's like, today we're going to do a little something for him because he's always given so much to his community. We're going to give him a truck. I'm going to give him my truck. And then the guy's just weeping. The Rock gives him a truck. And The Rock goes, well, <laughs> Uh, how am I going to get home now? Hey, can you give me a ride, Marsha, or whatever his assistant's name is, right? So on Christmas this year, he gave his mom a Cadillac in a similar yeah. video. My mom, you mean so much to me. My mom is. Uh, my mom has just raised me my whole life. My mom is one. My mom is beautiful. She's. I'm going to give her a Cadillac. The guy's a billionaire. He's given a Cadillac because that is, uh, you know, a, a normal person's idea of an expensive car. Yeah, it's like you buying somebody a Big Mac. He already built his mom like a $10 million mansion and didn't make an Instagram video about that. I think you should unfollow him. Why are you following him on Instagram? 
Oh, no, I did. This is what I said. I I I, I unfollowed him. I unfollowed did you leave him. Just a like saying why? No, because uh, he has about eight thousand comments every minute. <laughs> he reads them. So it's them. like I'm like he's giving his mom a Cadillac. It's just weird. It's very clearly like, is it a commercial for Cadillac or is it a commercial for The Rock or is it both? Like, which? Where's all the money here? And I don't know. Social media is something just something to a, think about. It's gobbledygook to the world. Yeah, but we'll Grand Theft Auto Six. <laughs> Motor, uh, roller coaster shaped like a Glock, and then a Spanish galleon where you and the riders you, like just shoot out of the barrel. The riders shoot out of the barrel. You shoot whale milk <laughs> uh, from guns on. Uh, there's a whale milk cannon the on the Spanish galleon. The only refreshment there is whale milk. All the yeah, people at yeah. Stafford are dressed like alligators. Yeah, exactly. I think we solved it. We'll be right back after a quick break. They've closed SeaWorld and they're literally serving burgers from that are made from the dolphins. You know what this oh, yeah, lady is? is she's she's probably getting milk for the whale baby and not for her. Yeah. Almost certainly. No, she's yeah. gonna take she's gonna take She's a gonna sip. take a taste. Little taste for daddy. It's not that weird. We drink cow milk. Yeah. Right? We eat cheese. It's we, we would drink whale milk if it was more accessible. Yeah. I think if it was more socially acceptable. I think whale cheese would be good, right? Yeah. Brandon, you like goat cheese, right? I do. Sheep cheese. Mm-hmm. Donkey cheese is probably pretty good. Probably all right. Okay, so my question. Well, during the break, we were talking a little bit about COVID-19, also known as uh, SARS-CoV-2, also known as the coronavirus. Uh, we've been talking about how it still is here and it still is a thing. And uh, it's probably going to suck for a real long time. Uh, it was announced that E3 has again been not really canceled, but sort of soft canceled, moved to online only. So uh, let's just talk about E3. I see Chris Graft is in the chat. Chris Graft uh, is a guy I associate very much with E3. Uh, he's one of my he's one of my number one E3 guys. Right, yeah. so why don't we all just talk about E3 for six minutes? Let's go. Yeah, yeah, we're E3 bros. No, um, I'm going to say number one. Man, I really want to go to E3. I, uh, right, am I the only one here who would just love to go to E3? I, I actually fun? would like to go. Yeah, wouldn't it be a real good time? E3 2023, baby, we're, we're all there. Jappy, you're coming with us. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> like, I, I was just talking about, like, upcoming conferences. I want to go to see friends that I haven't seen forever. Like, Mm -hmm. it's kind of like an excuse, you know, to do that. Yeah. Uh, Honestly, all of the video game news and announcements, those come a a distant second. Yeah. Well, also, people people talk about uh, E3 derisively and how Mm -hmm. it's it's the big consumer focused thing and there's nothing about business anymore. Uh, But but like I signed my last two games at E3 mm -hmm. publishers. I do business there because perhaps because of that mindset other people have where it's like, ah, it's just just a big party there's nothing you could do um i don't know i i did well <laughs> i like yeah, it that's and good. i just like to go to los angeles and hang out with my friends exactly. that are there and uh and do it around e3 that's fun that's fun i want to subtract business from it and i'm just going to say i've been goblinized you know we've all been goblinized here to a certain degree who amongst us has not suffered a goblinization uh on this earth in this uh pair of centuries we've we've straddled our lives across I've been goblinized to a point where E3 is just cool. I don't know. It's just I go there. I go have food. 
Uh, I go to ugly parties, yeah. just terrible parties. I'm still in the media, so it's, there's it just feels like there's a lot of work that has to go along with all the hangout. But that work is kind of fun work. It's yeah. It's it's not like I I would you know all that said I I would still interviews and stuff I don't know yeah I would, yeah I like I, doing I would, this I would still I would still totally go the last time I went to E three E three twenty nineteen and I made a big video about it a video that continues to get hits uh, uh, because of how I said at the beginning this is the end of the last E three of all time and now it's like it's it's now three times <laughs> you were kind of right there's now there's been three let's face it e3 has been moved to online only is a really mealy-mouthed way of saying e3's canceled right yeah. like clearly yeah e3's canceled hey tim remember when we were when we were mobbed in the convertible e3 2010 yeah yeah e3 2010 was, jerry i remember that, was that wild. one that, that was a perfect perfect storm well, of uh of sp giant sporting events to create yeah like, lakers lakers just won the finals yeah uh lakers won and then uh, mexico won the world cup and mm -hmm. e3 was going on so it was just like a bunch of like dorks like us down down there amid um the fevered uh sports fans who were either really excited sports fans or... are, are just as bad as gamers <laughs> right yeah. let's let's not even bother dividing them they're about the same we're all goblins. We all been goblinized <laughs> by entertainment. I told you all right? about that weird that the thing that I saw last E3 where uh, a dude just collapsed on the ground in front of me uh, outside of the convention center, and uh, and I sort of out on video games. I sort of Phoenix righted what the problem was. He he was walking around. He was looking a little weird, and then he just collapsed. And then some he people was scattered and ran away. Other people ran up to him. and They're like, "What do I do?" and I uh, told someone to call the paramedics. Um, it was like 120 degrees out. But what happened mm -hmm. was he was holding an orange. He was holding a bottle of water. And uh, and I, I looked at his uh, his arm and he had a little, little uh, Band-Aid on there with some gauze in it. I was like, uh, and he, there was a giving blood tent like a block away. Oh. I was like, oh, that dude just the gave blood. The doctor was his mother. He, he anemiaed himself out there. and he, But he just... Straight collapsed and cracked his head on the pavement. That dude. Oh, jeez! Yeah. Should have given him like a chocolate chip up. cookie, not an orange. Indeed. I've I've pasted into the Discord chat the tweet that 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 informed me E3 had been had been canceled again. We need not read this tweet out loud or address who it is. It was a very comical way to have the news <laughs> delivered to me. Yeah, uh, I forgot about this guy. Not even not even comical. I'm gonna say it. Maybe the lamest way possible to receive this news is this tweet that I just linked in the chat. Everybody else, uh, just go ahead and guess what you think what's, it was. What's weird? What's weird though? Like, um, this is probably how the ESA found out about it too. Nice. <laughs> 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 yeah, uh, right. man. I really do just want to go to the E3 and then just you know, like me and Chris Graft smoking weed at the Hooters across the street, right? <laughs> <laughs> a huge Hooters. Me and Chris Graft smoking weed at 7-Eleven downtown. All these memories. Me and Chris Graft smoking weed at the Hotel Figueroa. Smoking a doobie. Yeah. Me and Chris Graft smoking weed at the Sega booth. Chris Graft, do you remember that uh, that time we were at the 7-Eleven downtown? I think you were there. And yeah, um, I love that 7 I love those homeless man came up to me and uh, gave me a beer because he said, it looks like you need it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. God, that, that really rules. Nice of yeah. And then, I, and then rules. I talked to him for an hour. Yeah. We had a good conversation. He was goblinized. He was goblinized, man. Uh, 
Speaking of goblins, it's time for us to go to the dirt bag. Oh, the dirt bag. I'm going to drop something in the chat real quick. Just a photo from E3. I'm dropping a photo from E3 that I just, for some reason, it's on my phone. I don't know why. (laughs) And that's a photo from me at uh, E3 2004. That's Tim and Yuji Naka. Yeah, it's it's me and Yuji Naka. Proof that I know Yuji Naka, that we're we're real good friends. I believe I've told this story about 8,000 million billion times. Um, that you, I just said hello to Yuji Naka, and then me and him just walked around for like an hour together. It was very strange. And you got your uh, your River King cosplay on. You got well. He <laughs> there was. I found that hat on the ground, and I just put it on like no joke. Nice. Anyway, I'm now. Wh- where'd the photo go? It's gone now. <laughs> Ooh, it's disappeared. I already right click saved it. No, you didn't. Oh. You liar. Everybody always says something like you that. Stole when they just, eight- I already right-click saved it, so you might as well drop it back in there so I can right-click save it. I mean, uh. Anyway, let's go to the dirt bag. Get me in there, Jerry. Yeah, let's go to the dirt bag. I uh, kind of expected week's... that question to uh, introduce us talking about the coronavirus instead of E3. I predicted it was going to go toward E3, but I was hoping it would go more toward the coronavirus. Looks like real, real stuff misses out again. Uh, in favor of good old video games. Uh, so, yeah, we can go to the dirt bag now. That's yeah, a- this week's question comes from Mike Larkey, who asks, In 2022, A.A. Milne's Winnie the Pooh has entered the public domain. What's your best game pitch using the characters and world from this story? Well, interestingly, I want everyone to know that uh, Disney's Winnie the Pooh is not public domain. You can't use the Disney character designs. Correct. So you have, yeah. to, you have to invent your own character designs. So, in other words, we already know a guy who who do us a weird one that's tetsuya nomura he already has <laughs> winnie the pooh in the kingdom hearts games that's right let's let him just redesign them use that as a jumping off point i, I i'm i'm going in a different direction i would go for a uh boku no natsuyasumi kind of a uh-huh. game uh i know that game. the friday monsters you're hanging out in a space you're going around you're doing nice things on a summer vacation i would i would let, i'm not going to be uh because i've seen a lot of things about people doing like a you know, like a Hail Satan style, uh, some of the devil, Winnie the Pooh extreme. Um, but I think it would actually be very nice to have a really good, correct to the world, nice hangout Winnie the Pooh game. I'd probably play that. It would probably be like as successful as the remake of Ben-Hur that was more based on the book than the original movie was. Yeah. People like me who have read the book and you know, the character Barabbas is very important in the book Ben-Hur. Uh, why is he not in the movie? And then the new Ben-Hur movie comes out and the screenwriters are talking like, it's got Barabbas in it. We've restored the character of Barabbas. Barabbas is back at his chief importance. Barabbas is back. Barabbas is Barabbas. And he Barabbas is... Barabbas uh, fever is sweeping the nation. <laughs> yeah, so it's, it's like, I just remember seeing him, uh, being, the screenwriters being like that and me going... Uh huh. Uh huh. You know, I saw. I saw them say that, and I was like, "Nice." And then, uh, you know, and then the movie comes out, and it's like, uh, "Who asked for this?" That's what people would say about Brandon's Winnie the Pooh game. Who asked for this? And the answer is like, I don't know. Cool people. I don't know. Uh, people. Who, people who actually like the thing. I, uh, I don't know. People would be like, uh, "It looks a little bit too different from Disney's," and it's like uh, that would be the primary problem. Is that you can't use Disney's character designs. Yeah. You can you have to make your own. All you have to do is take the shirt off and then put pants on, reverse it, and then this clearly oh, differentiated. Yeah. That would be way the hoop. Just, Oh my god, dude. Mm-hmm. We already know a bear who has no shirt but pants. <laughs> and he goes like that. We're talking banjo kazooie, dude. Oh yeah. man. Rares Winnie oh. the Pooh, dude. Winnie the Banjo. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> 
it would just look exactly like Banjo Kazooie. Piglet the Kazooie. No, no, I don't think so. I think we would go for more like the natural tubbiness. You know, this Christopher Robin would look like Gruntilda. <laughs> God, I I hate Banjo Kazooie so much. <laughs> I can't stand that. Uh, stupid I'm, I'm going to reskin the Hook game for Sega CD with um with <laughs> Christopher Christopher Robin whatever what's his name again Christopher Robin Christopher Robin you got it Christopher Robin Christopher Robin and Winnie, Winnie the Pooh is is in there somewhere you you got to save Winnie the Pooh from yeah. um, oh you're talking about Christopher Robin Williams now that's right that's right the Fisher King man how many uh, how many characters in Winnie the Pooh just like have an analog the bottles the mole there's a gopher in Winnie the Pooh, yeah. I like the... Yeah, there's there a gopher? Talks like yeah. this all the time. Yeah. I like to dig holes. He's kind of an Eeyore-like character in Banjo-Kazooie as well. So it's Oh like my gosh, there's a donkey knocking. in it! Is there? <laughs> Wait, in Winnie the Pooh, is, is Eeyore a donkey? Eeyore's a donkey, right? Eeyore's a donkey. Yeah, Oh, a donkey. oh interesting, because yeah. I was having a conversation <laughs> with someone just yesterday. Oh, who were you? About what uh, Eeyore's mother's milk tastes <laughs> 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 oh god i was waiting for somebody to just bring up the donkey connection so here we go to the team behind harvest moon or story of seasons now don't play harvest moon if you're listening to this do not be duped into purchasing a harvest moon game they are not real they have been lobotomized they are not made by the original creators what you want is story of seasons that's the real mm-hmm. harvest moon they just don't have the brand name anymore they had it took from them is Winnie the Pooh in Fortnite, by the way? Oh, uh, yes. And yet? he's huge. <laughs> uh, he's like 18 feet tall. And yeah. he, he, you press a button and he like sings a Drake song. Yeah. Does Drake he have put on a, song a concert to sing? Or oh, he puts on a concert. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, anyway, so uh, the Winnie the Pooh game is made. The original makers of Harvest Moon, Story of Seasons, Winnie the Pooh. And you play as Christopher Robin. <laughs> and you're growing uh, carrots. Yeah. <laughs> and you've got beehives with honey. And mm-hmm. Winnie the Pooh is just hanging out there. Yeah. Seems <laughs> and good. You can, and you can milk yours, mom. <laughs> you harvest honey. And... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> milk the donkey. Uh, you can milk yours, mom, dude. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think we, I, I think. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, they're all anime style as well. Well, uh, yeah, Tetsuya Nomura. Winnie the Pooh's designed. a really hot girl too. Not, a, not a bear. Winnie the Hooters. <laughs> well, it's, it's time for us to get out of uh, Hundred Acre Wood and head on over to Violence Island. It's been too long. All right. This is one of our favorite segments where we take listener submitted matchups between Mm -hmm. different video game or video game adjacent figures and determine Uh who would win in a fight between them until one champion is crowned. It better be every donkey from video game history. No, I did not anticipate that. Uh, Our first match is a three way match Bomberman versus Bomb Man versus Mighty Bomb Jack. Oh, those three dirtbags. Well, Bomberman can only move from a top down perspective. That's not true. Bomberman Hero. Bomberman Hero sucks. Got good Nobody music. knows that one. Got good music. That's true. 
Also, Bomberman can equip an invincibility vest. It can get faster with fast roller skate shoes. He can ride a kangaroo. He can make his flames longer by running into other flame looking things. Um, he can eventually get a whole bunch of bombs to throw. So I, I, I feel like he at least beats Bomberman, who's just got the one thing he can do. Yeah, like Bomberman yeah. also, if he gets blown up once, if you have the mad bomber mode on, he can ride around a little car. He kind of like resurrects himself and he can get back in the game. He has like multiple chances. Oh yeah, also, here's here's another thing. In Saturn Bomberman, when you die, you just spawn to the to the outside of the playing field in a little thing and you throw bombs in there still. So I even if that. he died, he could win. I, I don't like that. I don't like that attempt to let uh, losers participate. I, you mean, you can, you can turn it off, but I, I like that. Mighty Bomb Jack can jump like the height of the screen, though. He's got a very high jump. Yeah. Mighty Bomb Jack looks like a loser. True. That's, That's all true. I have to say. Bomb Man from Mega Man flat out sucks. Yeah. So let's yeah. just say... Bomberman is basically dead. Bomberman is the guy. Who yeah, I think Bomberman, he's got the most uh, diverse set of skills. Yep. The right. kangaroo thing, the roller skates, etc. All these other guys, the they would find the little flame power-ups, and they wouldn't know what to do with them. Yeah. I'm convinced. Um, our next match is Minecraft Steve versus a cubivore. Oh, one cubivore. Well, the cubivores eat cubes. Yeah, that's all they eat, and Steve's made of them. So I mean, I mean they're case basically closed. like they basically yeah. like that's what they eat. I mean, yeah. that's all like they Steve, eat. Steve would be able to fight off the cubivore with a pickaxe. Yeah, yeah, or the or the diamond sword. You know, mm -hmm. he can like build stuff super fast. And he could build. I don't know if he can. Can he build it faster than he can? Uh, see, the thing is, cubivores don't do. They don't do a whole lot, do they? <laughs> And, and and they they operate purely on animal instinct, whereas Minecraft Steve has a more evolved mind. The intelligence of a man. Yeah, can forge defenses and tools and. <laughs> yes, the body of a cube and the brain of a man. And the brain of a man. <laughs> cube like Steve uh, from Minecraft can make a hole designed purely to to oppress the cube of war. Yeah. Whereas the Cube of War just kind of lives in its world. Did anybody here play Cube of War? I played Cube of War. Did anybody here play it? No. It's pretty cool. Uh, I looked at. I, I I might have. I it was so long ago. I know I definitely looked at the uh, box when I worked at GameStop. So. Do you know what the the Japanese title is, Brandon? It has a really good Japanese title. Mm, I don't remember. It's called Dobutsu Bancho, oh, which nice. is pretty. Which is yeah, a pretty like good it. name. Bancho just means kind of like chief or like mm -hmm. uh, like. Uh, like leader of a group and then Dobutz is animal so it's like leader of the animal group it's a neat game that's all I have King of the Beasts yeah but I think Steve is our winner unfortunately yeah because he can build a system unfortunately to yeah. impress our next match is Manic Miner versus Mr. Driller oh heck oh heck oh yeah Mr. Driller can escape from anybody because he can just go straight down in the ground I just have to by default go with Mr. Driller as well yeah. Manic Miner's a bit of a loser. The Manic Miner doesn't need air to go under the into the mines, but at the same time, I'm not convinced that what Manic Miner is doing is as complicated and difficult as what Mr. Driller is doing. No, it's not. So let's say Mr. Driller. Mr. Driller could call on his uncle Dig Dug as well to help. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, Mr. Driller's real name is Hody Taizo. Did you know that? No. His name is Hody Taizo. I have no reason to disbelieve you. If you say Hody Taizo, it means I want to drill. Oh, yeah, nice. Dig. Nice. Yes. Uh, our next match in this uh, preliminary is 
10 chows versus 10 chocobos. Chows are, uh, they're little mystical creatures, yeah. Yeah, they're very small compared to a chocobo. Chocobo has talons and stuff, like descended from dinosaurs. And they're also kind of stupid, though. They're stupid. Chows are smarter. Not as smart as uh, a cube with a human brain, but... Chows can run on, like, beach balls. You can raise a chow on a VMU, but you can raise a chocobo on a pocket station. That's true. So... Six I guess that's, that's even. Yeah. <laughs> because of the no VMU gra- and the pocket station. Mm-hmm. No ground gained there. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. The VMU is like, what if the pocket station was mandatory? That was like their whole mm-hmm. Sega's whole thing. And then they died. Yeah. They lost. Yeah. Because of... Yeah. What if it was mandatory? We would die. What if it was mandatory? Oh, it looks like it would just be too expensive and extravagant and it would put people off. They lost because they were too cool. Exactly. They got lost because they were too cool. People like stuff that sucks. That's right. They don't like stuff that's cool. So does that mean Chocobo wins? I guess. Chocobo sucks too. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's the Chocobos. And they got some magical things. Like they can do some uh, magical thingies when you summon them as a... As a summon in Final Fantasy 15, etc. Ten chocobos, though. How many of them die in this? Uh... Oh, that's a good oh! question. How many chocobos go on to the next round? Six? Seven? I don't think they can take out four chocobos. I think eight chocobos. <laughs> eight? Okay, that's good. All right. All right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right. Semifinals. Bomberman versus Minecraft Steve. Shoot. I mean, oh, I, would, I, I would think Bomberman. Yeah, he's got, you know, we talked about escape and stuff. I think, and then Bomberman, like, he blows bricks up. Yeah, you know? that's his whole thing. And, it, so, and yeah. he, so, too, has the mind of a man. Steve could yeah, try to exactly. build stuff around him. He'd just blow well, it he's up. He's a robot. Bomberman's a robot. But, Bomberman's a cyborg. <laughs> but also, at least his name is honest. Why it was Steve in Minecraft? What a stupid name. Yeah, it's that's bad. True. Isn't it because the stupid guy who made the game was asked what his name was? And he just replied with a dumb name off the top of his head. I don't know, Steve. Yes. That sounds right. And yeah, then it's and he's announced as a character in Smash Bros. That's stupid. At least Bomberman is like born with the purpose of knowing who he is. Yeah. He knows I mean, he's Bomberman. Minecraft yeah. guy could have just been Miner Man or whatever. Instead, he has this name, which makes him think he's some sort of creative individual with some kind of unique spirit when he's not he's just some idiot he has this name which makes him think he should uh try to make something of himself yeah. his mind is too just clouded blocko whereas Bomberman is a man he knows bombs. what he is and he's gonna yeah. kill that sense of purpose is gonna drive him to the finals yeah so blocko is uh is taking a walk off the daco and yeah. he's he's dead blown into little voxels Mr. Driller versus eight chocobos. Shoot. Uh, I mean, the numbers. Could you imagine being swarmed by eight large uh, descendants of dinosaurs? And we know chocobos can dig. Yeah, that's they true. They dig deep, and they just kind of rip through the ground. They could chase him down. Yeah, they would get him. Talk about digging your own grave, you know? Yeah. There's that one part in Final Fantasy VIII where the chocobo digs into the Earth's cool of the planet. Mm-hmm. That's not true. Oh. I made that part up. I oh. made that part yeah, that, up. Uh, yeah, that, yeah, real good. It's, I'm looking at it in Wikipedia right now. You remember that part? Actually, it's really in there. No, just kidding. It's not. 
Oh, I forgot we got to uh, do one fake Wikipedia lookup per episode. That's a that's a oh, forgotten rule of this show. It's right. the funnest part. Yeah. yeah, I'll do one later, just uh, because we we can't point it out. I'll do one later and see if you, the listener, can spot it. Is there any reason Mr. Driller would be able to resist an assault by eight chocobos at once from all directions? What's he going to do to try to fight them? Is he going to try to dig a big hole so the ground collapses out from under them? Uh, he's going to try to big a, dig a deep hole so that it crushes on top of them, but not on top of him. Uh, they're too slippery, man. Birds is slip, dude. Yeah. Yeah. They're slippery as heck. So it's like even if he tries to drop, knock the ground out from under them and he knocks something on top of them, they're just going to like... Go there. I don't know, man. They're oh, slippery as heck. Yeah. Uh, They're slippery uh, as heck. Does he manage to take any chocobos out with him? Two of them, probably. Yeah. With his, We're down to six. But he, but he has to get his, he has to use his sidearm. Uh, yeah. It'd be, a, it'd be gruesome. Yeah. He has a gun. So, so our final match this week is Bomberman versus six chocobos. Oh, crikey. I mean, Bomberman rides animals like chocobos. He is a rideable animal connoisseur. He yeah. has a rideable animal. He's yeah. he is a connoisseur of ride of laminals. I think Bomberman would win. Yeah, he, he would yeah, be running. Right. He'd be running away, and the chocobos would be chasing him. He has an area of effect weapon. He's just <laughs> yeah. just like dropping those babies off. Like, and the chocobos are like kind of bird-brained and dumb. Anybody who's piloted a chocobo knows they're too fat, right? So you get them into some sort of like grid labyrinthine arena. They're gonna corral them in like yeah. a herd of goats. Like yeah. a herd of donkeys, and he's gonna milk them. And he's gonna milk each one of them. <laughs> and then, uh, as he's walking out of the arena uh, with the uh, feathers and blood speckling his his robot skin, uh, he sees uh, stepping stepping around the corner a uh, Jeremy Renner from the Hurt, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and he goes, "Uh oh!" And then to be continued. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Bomberman joins our official shadow band list from Violence Island uh, in the illustrious company of Shadow the Hedgehog, Kratos, Sephiroth, and Takahashi Majin. Those are our current oh, yeah. champions. Uh, we'll see what happens Majin. with those guys at uh, some later date. Uh, now, I'd like to ask you a question. Uh, this has nothing to do with video games, but what is rock and roll? What is rock and roll? Okay, well, uh, if you want to hear the real answer, my buddy Hank, who's also Frank's friend from Las Vegas. Nobody named Frank knows somebody named Hank. <laughs> Too <laughs> well, much of a coincidence. There's no Hank and Frank. Yeah, there really is. Uh, um, so <laughs> he, uh, on his birthday, he was really drunk, Hank was, and hanging out Hank, in... Hank drank? Hank drank in the Las Vegas... With Frank? Weird <laughs> suburbs. Frank was not there. And people had been asking him... How did he smell? Where rock and roll comes from. Oh, yeah, I, I know you're going to imply that he was rank. Um, oh, stank. no, I was going to say he stank. stank rankly. Oh, okay. Well, whatever. Rankly stank. Yeah, um, whatever. People were asking where, uh, what rock and roll is and where rock and roll comes from. And uh, at one point, while being drunk, he he was annoyed enough by this question. He was like, rock and roll comes out of my dick. And then he did a uh, front roll and threw up. So oh, um, is that the real answer? That is pretty rock and roll. That's yeah. the real answer. <laughs> so that's what rock and roll is probably, <laughs> in I my opinion. Seat, mate. Real answer. Real answer. Uh, rock and roll is a uh, form of music that lifts heavily from the blues, but makes it faster and uh, has certain kinds of rhythms and affectations. And some of it's good and a lot of it's bad. Yeah, just because just it's hip don't mean it's good. Uh, a lot of rock and roll is just... Uh, it's just kids 
anywhere there's kids doing stuff that annoys somebody else, yeah, and it's loose and it invites uh, criticisms of formal mistakes. Yeah, that's amateurishness, indeed. Does that mean punk is rock and roll? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I I don't know if you're asking that question facetiously though. At the time, punk was new. It basically it was just the new rock and roll. I mean, you you may recall that it is uh, it was originally called punk rock. So punk rock. That is true. Looser than rock and roll, and then thus it carried the crown, the heavy crown of being the current, its current day rock and roll. Probably a lot more uh, musicologically we could get into. This. Though that's about how I feel it. Anywhere that invites uh, older people to say, oh, it's not quite as good as uh, this one could have been, this one was, you know, that's basically rock and roll. Do you ever have uh, someone who like knows your mom who also has your email address somehow and sends out uh, screeds about things they think sometimes? Oh, yeah. Had one, yeah. I thought you might be, have been aware of that, Jaffe. I, I had a, a guy who sent out this thing about how no interesting music has been made since the Beatles because the Beatles did all of it. And uh, Well, they did. No, just kidding. <laughs> it was, uh, I, uh, I took a lot of offense to it and sent a big thing back that he never replied to. But, um, but man, I mean, the, the Beatles are fine. They're pretty good. But uh, yeah. they... they pretty efficiently and mercilessly just ripped off music from other cultures and and repackaged it in a way that caucasians uh, could enjoy uh, i mean okay, they, uh, that's 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 uh well this sorry this this is specifically talking about because he was talking about their innovation kicking off a, a three hour a three hour <laughs> conversation true. oh yeah i mean the and, beatles uh I, I i recalled accusations that the beatles had ripped off uh music uh and he he was like we didn't really rip it off we told people that we were copying we, sure. we tried to get people to listen to them they really sure. did try to get people to listen to I, operations uh, ripped off was me being inflammatory Oops, I, oh I yeah sure sure they, they heavily many of their innovations were related to bringing forth instruments and time signatures and other things that white folks had not heard before, but a lot of uh-huh. other people had. So it's harder for me to uh, want to call those innovations versus, uh, I mean, I guess it's innovative to bring something to a new audience, but not as innovative as that particular guy thought it was. There, there, are defi- there definitely are bands that blatantly ripped off, took credit, and just appropriated. Yeah, I don't mean to suggest that like specifically. Oh, oh, yeah, I, I know you're not, but I'm just like, I mean, I think you can look at Elvis. You can look at... Big old Elvis, yeah. You, you, can, you can look at you can look Cream. <laughs> you can look at... Um, yeah. I love Zeppelin, but they like totally just whitened it up, you know? <laughs> without, yeah. without really giving a lot of due credit, as far as I could tell from... You know, stuff that I've read about him. Sister Rosetta Tharp, look her up. She sure was like basically the first Rocky musician. She she was just doing gospel music the way she wanted to do it with an electric guitar. But like you listen to that and it's like, uh, yeah, I guess people yeah. stole that. Like <laughs> Chuck, Chuck Berry, obviously like. Oh, Big Berry, like that guy. Yeah. I mean, rock, rock and roll is like Brandon said, it's der- uh, obviously derived from uh, black American blues, which obviously the the beat and the uh, the format of the songs, uh, you know, doing the 
call and uh, answer. Call and response. Yeah, call and response, uh, which comes from Africa, which, you know, goes all the way back to slavery, obviously. I th- but, I, of course, like, rock and roll is, is, has kind of morphed. I, th- I think, ideally, it subverts ideas and ideologies, and you can do it with a little bit of percussion and three chords. I wonder when rock music will be for young people again. Uh, maybe it's coming up. I feel like it might come back there's, around. There's a, there's a lot of it, but I mean, like the way that people like discover and find it anymore, you know, there's never going to be like grunge taking over stuff because the radios, like because Clear Channel decides that this is what kids want now. Yeah. There's there's still there's still a lot of stuff out well, there. Well, in, in terms of uh, the fact that that music is now discovered in different ways than it ever was before, uh, the, the fact right. that there's now more places to encounter music, more places to experience music, uh, people put music in the background of their TikTok, people use music in YouTube videos, people use music on Instagram, uh, people encounter music on Bandcamp, SoundCloud, etc. Uh, underneath a viral tweet, I have noticed, uh, and I mean, I actually specifically went looking for it a couple months ago, but uh, boys, rock and roll is coming back to the young children. I mean, the spirit of rock and roll rage on in, in sure. people such as uh, uh, Little Nas X, for example. Indeed. I believe it, that I believe that man is uh, is full of the, the Holy Spirit of rock and roll, for example. You know, mm-hmm. Just people like him. So, I mean, the, the, what, we, what like rock and roll spiritually is. But if we're talking about guitar rock and drums and bass, it is coming back. I've seen it. I'll I'll say this too as as someone with my fourteen year old daughter like she she watched Get Back she dresses yeah, like she's dude. from from the nineties she oh, like yeah. like asked for a record player asked for Abbey Road for Christmas um, my, my big brother's uh, son this this stuff is like it's not just necessarily new stuff but they they're discovering you know the rock and roll that you know that we grew up with and they're appreciating it uh in a in a new way in a new world in a new context all right uh anyone got any recommendations for audience this week oh i think i had some oh i wanted to thank tizigy which is i think how you pronounce it for moderating the 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 insert credit forums i i realized i had never thanked this person who is tirelessly moderating and doing a good job of it to the extent that i pretty much don't have to think about it most of the time and it's just one person doing it it's not like we get a whole bunch of weirdo jerk bags in there but, you know, whenever someone is in here like, I need to defend NFTs, they will carefully be like, okay, uh, but just so you know, everyone here is against it, including our, the founder of this forum. And uh, if you're coming in here with this as your first post, be aware that you need to make some other significant posts or else that's this isn't the place for that. Yeah, it'll seem you're here just to start a fight. Yeah, so doing doing well with that, and uh, and I appreciate it. So it's not a recommendation, but it is it is a thanks that I feel is overdue. So thanks. I recommend thanking Syzygy. That's right. Interesting. What about you, Chris Graft? I have a recommendation. Yeah, go for it. I do. I've I've kind of been obsessed with Alan Partridge audiobooks. Um, if you want to just like really laugh hard. Uh, which I think that a lot I of hate us that. need that. <laughs> I hate doing I can't, that. <laughs> I can't wait to I can't wait to play this for y'all. Like next time we hang out. But Alan Partridge is uh, for for the uninitiated is uh, al- funny. Al- alternate personality of comedian Steve Coogan, and uh, he's a he's a British broadcaster, and he has an audio book called In Norwich um, called I yeah. <laughs> 
Norris Norfolk Digital. Um, yeah, and uh, the the first one's called I Partridge. Subtitle: We need to talk about Alan, and the other one is called Alan Partridge Nomad. I do I do have like a quick quote from it as a sample. Yeah, do uh, it. Yeah, uh, I won't I won't try to do his British accent, but yeah, uh, yeah. this this is like some gold here. My father has no savings to speak of. Mum tells us tells me he didn't believe in savings, preferred instead to, quote, enjoy his money by buying a new sofa every two years. Footnote, he used to say, if you die owing money, you've beaten the system. And when you think of that, you get a measure of the man. <laughs> yeah, pretty good. Pretty good. It's it's better when he's reading it. But yeah, that's the main, the key feature of it is that Steve Coogan reads these audiobooks himself as right. Alan Partridge. So uh, yeah, I don't see how it would work, uh, how it would work otherwise. It would sense it would be really weird to have someone else do it (laughs) so that's my recommendation yeah tim you got anything well i mean as i always mention i have a lot of things to recommend however uh and i believe i've mentioned this in so many words before uh on this show i don't take money to recommend stuff people keep offering me money to advertise things on this show specifically i get about an email a week like no joke and I have to say no, because I'm, I, there's a huge long list of reasons. Instead, I will say, I've been looking at Twitter, and I've seen this Wordle thing. Do you all see this? I oh, recommend, yeah. Yeah. don't yeah. even look into it. Thank That's you. what I recommend. <laughs> I recommend, uh, like, don't look into it. It's basically a ripoff of a buddy of mine said there's some game show in the 80s. We were, we were talking Mastermind. about it yesterday. Mastermind? Yeah. Whatever. And then a uh, pop cap had a little uh, word word game and they're like bookworm adventures or something. Uh-huh. Lingo. Lingo's the game show. Okay. Yeah. Lingo is the name of the game show that it's exactly Wordle. And then uh, pop caps bookworm adventures from 2006 has a mode called word master in it. L- look into that. Uh, Wordle is, is it's, it's very, very stupid. So I would recommend you don't uh, don't look into it. I don't mind people playing it, but I did mute it very quickly. Oh, yeah. I mean, well, I don't mind people playing it. If you're playing it and you're having fun, that's fun. It's a cute little game, though I personally don't uh, I don't like to think of words as things that are made out of letters or whatever. I personally think Scrabble is stupid. So if you disagree, have you ever played Scrabble with like a world champion? I have. It's, it's, it's stupid. It's the stupidest thing. It's people memorizing hundreds of hundreds and thousands of two or three letter words uh, that none of which makes sense. Played Scrabble with my grandfather, who was somewhat like that, and um, was very upset the few times that I would get a word that he did not know. Ah, oh, one of those yeah. word knowers. Anyway, Wordle like is just 12. five letter words, and uh, it's just dumb. Have you seen this, Chris Graft? Oh yeah, I, I see it come across Twitter. I have no real opinion about it. I just don't have. Uh, I don't think I have the brain capacity to uh, let Wordle in there. It's a anymore. smart little yeah. marketing thing to show people's progress with these little emoji grids, right? To show like this is the how this is how I struggled to figure this puzzle out. It's going to be gone in a couple of months. It will yeah. just be no more. I mean, a couple I've, of I've weeks. I've been playing the opposite of Wordle, which is uh, Halo Infinite and just uncovering all of the uh, map like, uh, like a fiend. Hey, Chris Graft, what's your favorite video game of 2021? Of 2021? Yeah, that you played all year last year. You can count Halo Infinite. No, I've, um, I loved Metroid Dread. Like I had a really oh, nice man. time with that. Oh, man. <laughs> man, Dread. <laughs> you, 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 oh, all, you all hate it? Oh, I, <laughs> I, I sure do not. Neighborhood. 
I do not like it. Like, <laughs> I do uh, not like that game. Yeah, I, I really liked uh, Microsoft Flight Simulator, uh, Loop oh, Hero. Oh, Microflight. Yeah, Loop Hero I liked Loop was Hero. really fun. Hitman 3 was really funny. Um, Hitman 3 is dope. It's the first time that I played. Did that come Hitman. out this year or last year? Yeah, it did. It came yeah, out that was this last year, year around yeah. the same time as uh, Loop Hero. So I'd have Loop Hero running on my laptop while I'm uh, flipping people over the uh, railings. Yeah, those are a few of them. So, so, no, right. so no Metroid Dread love. No, at all. no. Yeah. Not if here. we have if we have vetoes during the Game of the Year thing and someone <laughs> suggests it, I will veto it. Uh, I thought they did a good job, except for not crediting some of their staff. Yeah. I do take advertisements from uh, people who contact me. So uh, this week, I'd like to recommend uh, Mama Eeyore's Donkey Milk. Uh, I would yeah. also like to recommend that. Uh, See, that was it. Okay, I'll disclose. That's it. They wanted yeah. they wanted to pay me a hundred dollars to plug it, and I was like, dude, I'd plug it for god darn free. They messed they up. Give me twenty dollars. I thought they would just oh. pay you in donkey milk. Uh, How much donkey milk do you get? They'll send you a DM. Yeah, send me a donkey message and I'll read your thing on this show. I don't care. Uh, I also recommend that if you're listening to this show on any platform where you can subscribe to a review podcast, that you engage with us in that way to keep the algorithms pushing us to the front of the queue. Yeah, keep it uh, going. You can also go to patreon.com slash insert credit where you could become a patron to submit your own topics and uh, get access to monthly bonus episodes and other exclusive content. You can join us on forums.insertcredit.com, where you can thank Syzygy, and follow us on Twitter for our own personal updates and projects. The show is mm. at Insert Credit. I'm at Alex Jaffe. Tim is at 108. Brandon is at Necrosofty. Chris, are you at Chris Craft? I'm at Chris, K-R-I-S-J-R-A-F-T. G, not right. J. Jeez. Chris Giraffe. <laughs> Chris, dude, did you ever have giraffe milk? It's your own giraffe. name. Did you ever have giraffe milk, Chris Craft? No, not yet. Not yet. Uh, oh, the show is edited by Esper Quinn with music by <laughs> Kurt Feldman. Once more, I'm Alex Jaffe. Uh, I'm Tim Rogers. I'm Brandon Sheffield. I'm Chris Giraffe. <laughs> and your game is now giraffe. giraffe milk i just want to say if anybody out there wants brandon feed your advertisement send it to him yeah send it uh, to me yeah. give him some yeah. money to do it yeah i'll yeah. do give it brandon 50 bucks yeah, give me 50 bucks he'll sell your memory foam pillows gamer pillows oh, what?